0: what's up everyone welcome to another episode of grid bros i'm abdul
1: i'm asim and today is france week and the beginning of well it's not france week it's the review of france and the beginning of the uh, summer we, break. the reason i'm <laughs> looking
0: at you like it's, it's hungarian week it's the budapest oh
1: what where did that come from
0: yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> you're like i think you just want to move yourself back go back in time for one week yeah but.
1: scrap that it's Hungary week <laughs> reviewing hungary i got yes. that right right
0: yeah, it's free. i I'm just thinking where to start because there's so much that's gone on. But and then even more things happen and then I'm just like lost to as to where to start. I do want to start at the race, but then I don't just want to jump onto Ferrari team. Just holding myself back for a second there. We will come to that when we speak of that. Where
1: do you want to start? the race i think start with the race because this week like you say, there's so much going on off the track which was really interesting i thought even if we have a normal race a boring race it won't matter because
0: there's so much to talk about and then ferrari just messed up those plans they didn't mess it up they just don't like us not having a good like exciting race just on the edge of our seats <laughs> they it, why would ferrari want us to have a boring race and they look like you know ferrari looked so good throughout the whole friday and saturday so it looked like
1: yeah, this is fine. Like, concentrate the elsewhere. Power
0: unit last week as well. and then Benotto saying, "Oh yeah, Ferrari's going to win the next ten races." I was thinking, yes, "Yeah." When you he go said that,
1: I thought ten's a bit of a weird prediction. Then I realized, "Oh, it's ten races left." He thinks they're going to win every single race. Now that's their prediction. That's, they, that's their target. That's
0: their like mindset that we want to win it. But then obviously, they want to make sure that. And then here.
1: we fell for it because like we both predicted both Ferraris on the podium.
0: Yeah, but then I was hoping like not even that because of Benotto said that. I just I'm we just trusted this just a carlos ferrari person, way too much yeah i thought because uh, he's got a new engine like, he's got the new components and everything it'll be good for them it'll, it'll be good because he was carlos. coming back of such
1: a strong weekend yeah. last last time and around. he
0: was he started second so which was good so um
1: and i thought he was gonna have pole i don't know where that george lap came from on
0: the last on q3 which is good that just shows mercedes on the comeback like it's not even a comeback no more mercedes been on the podium for the last what six races now five yeah
1: exactly and then i did say a while ago um i can't remember what episode it was i was going to check but it's too long um that i thought lewis was going to start finishing above george now and it's happened like five races in a row lewis has been above george
0: yeah it's all the way back in
1: canada i think the last time george finished above it's because
0: the cars are getting better but it's just that for now lewis is lewis knows how to manage his car a lot better than yeah but it just
1: goes to show all those those old heads that are saying oh Lewis is finished. George is outperforming him. Is George better than him? Who was it? It was Bernie, wasn't it, that said that? I
0: don't know who said it, but... Yeah, someone said it, and it just shows
1: don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Don't write him off. But yeah, um, coming back to that. Yeah, in quali, I thought Ferrari looked fine. I'm not even going to bother with them, because they were like P1, P2, until George came and just had that crazy lap. But that was but, fine. That's like just... a Yeah, that, that was... Qualifying is fine. Yeah, you, nobody expected that. Yeah, Ferrari 1-2 was normal, and then... Uh, Lewis had his DRS issue, which he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do a final lap in Q3. Then, Checo didn't even make it to Q3. And then, Max, as he was getting to the start line, lost power. Couldn't even do a lap in Q3. I thought, everybody else is having issues now. This could be the perfect weekend for Ferrari to just have a nice comeback race. Win. Start putting pressure back on Red Bull. But,
0: that just did not happen. So, wait. Where did... Okay. Let me get my words straight first. Where do you think Ferrari messed up? Was it when they put on the hard tyres? Oh, just for Charles? Just for Charles. I was thinking that, the but then I
1: was like, how did they mess up with Carlos so badly as well?
0: But because... no, but there's two different issues. Like, I think I... what happened was... Could you know, gone. No, go on. Sorry. Uh, after the race, and obviously um, when Carlos was interviewed, right? He said he lost pace and the pace wasn't there and stuff, right? yeah 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 i think his car was at, he his car was just slower like just in general just being slower towards the end it just got slower but the, the his uh, tire strategy was fine yeah I, I was fine with that but when uh, charles was asked the same thing about um oh uh, carla said that this weapon the pace and everything yeah and charles was just like mm, no my pace was fine Probably yeah carl was
1: fine because it came it was quite early as well when charles was like can you move? Can you tell Carlos to hurry up? That radio message came through again <laughs> in like the first 10 laps and I was like, oh, here we go again. Charles is already asking him to move out of the way.
0: Yeah, but then to say that, obviously it's that thing. No one, I guess team members just say it, but again, going back to the tyres, I feel like Ferrari didn't just mess up when they decided they want to put the hard tyres on. They, it still could have been saved. like Because what happened was, do you know when they uh, tried pitting uh, when they actually pitted Charles at the medium tyres? He was yeah. telling them my tyres are still fine. Yeah. Yeah, they did not need to pit at that time. And they obviously go about saying, oh, we were trying to just they were trying cover ourselves, yeah. do this, do that, right? No, Ferrari messed up. Ferrari should have started on the soft tyres, I think, and then had two pit stops and medium, medium. Yeah. But because they had to use two components of tyres... and Starting on the medium just ruined them. It would have been fine. I had to just if let Charles finish. stay out. Just let him stay out for yeah. another few laps and put softs on at the end and that's fine. But putting hards on, whereas... As soon as you, everyone saw the hard tires and everybody was just like, like, "What's what about to happen? What are you doing? You, if we thing. can see it, if the commentators can see it, everyone saw it coming before the hard tires came on. And then why the was drivers, a strategist?
1: For the drivers and the teams, like, that's why I was more interesting about Red Bull. They realized on like, the formation lap, or on, on the morning, just before start, they were like, "Yeah, the odds are not working." Because they were supposed to start
0: on Hards. Even if they had, like, you can see other other drivers on the on the um, on the grid. Right? Other drivers are struggling. They're saying these tires are not good. They're saying these tires are rubbish. And then Ferrari's like, nah, Mm, probably rubbish for them.
1: I think even the Ferrari drivers knew that they were rubbish, but they did. But then the team just don't listen.
0: I think it's that thing. Team the Ferrari team when they make a decision. The, they actually make it in a sense that the driver has to follow this unless the driver comes and says oh no i'm not doing it well then it's going to be a, another that's a separate issue that's like obviously we'll just everybody just assume that okay the driver is just like going against the team orders but no but that's who's driving the car. every
1: other team every every you're supposed to listen to the driver right he's in the car yeah you, you suggest
0: best. and you say what you want to do but then if the driver says no i'm not happy with this You say, okay, let's sort sort this out. Let's get something you're happy with and you're comfortable with and you're fast with. Please, like, you know, yesterday, I'm not joking. I think either Ferrari wants to give people heart attacks this year or just like people start going therapy or something Ferrari wants. I'm so glad it came off uh, just before this break.
1: I'm so glad I'm not a Ferrari fan. Because
0: (laughs) I'm not joking. Like It's like they're being constant. It's consistency. It's consistently messing up. Yeah. And And it's
1: got to a point where like, at first, you feel sorry for them. You feel bad for them. You feel like, oh, it's so unlucky for At the Charles. start of the season. Yeah.
0: But now you just like, you're bringing this on yourself. Now it's like, oh yeah, it happened last week. Oh, next week. Oh, something might happen. But if it doesn't, we'll be happy. But if it does, then...
1: And it's not like yeah, they're the, the only team going
0: through hardship. Like, Mercedes, DRS for
1: Lewis, was a problem. They fixed it before the race. Max and Checo both had to take new power units on the day of the race. Like, literally because of quality. Yeah. And they reacted to it fine and they started p10 and p11 like you would not have thought he was going to win the race from there
0: yeah you wouldn't have thought he probably wouldn't have had Charles actually been okay with the ferrari strategy but you know i feel like ferrari this is my opinion obviously everything is my opinion um ferrari is on the mindset that because they've said it that's what i think had they not said this out loud you would just assume that okay it's just mistakes and these things are happening do you remember some uh, weeks ago I told you that um, Benotto's come out and said that they're just trying to compete this year not trying to go for the championship?
1: Yeah, but I, I, didn't, feel like... I don't take that seriously. That's just one of those things you say. Now I would take it seriously because
0: no, not you'd rather pressure yourself and then say we want to win the championship. But then I feel like the drivers are on a different mindset. They want to win the championship. whereas. But he did
1: say he, they're going to win the last 10 races next last week. I don't just want to, so,
0: yeah, he said that. But then obviously we're, we're not just saying that we're just trying to compete. So he's probably off the mindset, let's compete. If the championship comes, it comes. Whereas the driver's obviously here to win it.
1: No, so, I disagree with that. I don't think, if, if he does, then he needs to get sacked because no one has that mentality.
0: You cannot. What was my first question, Steve. <laughs> the, the only question I had after is, obviously, I because he's a team principal, right? Yeah. Even though team principals are replaceable as well, everyone's replaceable. The only thing I had, this the strategy team is different. Yeah, the strategic is the person who actually makes the strategy. Or who, they're different people, obviously. And then obviously, the team principal has a lot of input in that. Yeah, as well. Yeah, he but, can go against it if he wants. Yeah, yeah. but it's that thing of they like, if something is said, they're just like, oh yes, you know what you're doing. Go for it. Do this. Whereas it's like, no, like say your part. Like put your two pence in there. Your two pence can literally just even if we finish on the podium, even if Charles just finishes on the podium, that's good enough. Like, not anymore it would have, still be good enough yes there are it would have still be good enough at the race do you know? no the only reason I'm saying is do you know had he actually just lost uh, just like had Max still won the race but Charles just even uh, with the, everything going perfect had not won the race it'd be fine not won the race and been on the podium still it would have been fine but mm, yeah, because Ferrari mess up so hard and then he falls down so much that's a problem. Yeah. And that problem, I don't know how that's getting fixed. That needs to get fixed over these, over this holiday break.
1: I don't think it can because that race, the top six were so close to each other. That's why you'd normally never see Charles at P6 unless something's gone really wrong. Is because everyone around him was actually challenging. Like both Mercedes, both Red Bulls and both Ferraris were all really close together. Whether it was like, because like Carlos said, his car was feeling like it didn't have the pace or whatever. Whatever the reason for that is, I don't know. But those six were so close, and then you can tell with Lando and P7 was like forty to sixty seconds behind them. So it was like a well, separate race. But he still race. did
0: good enough. Lando did good. Yeah, so. yeah, he did yeah.
1: really good. But I'm just saying for that top six, like Charles was last out of his car's capability. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's and the hard tires. I think.
1: What I don't know because Carlos was not much for much better no, but- than him, and I think George defending him a lot early on ruined his race a little bit like that i only realized afterwards that was probably the biggest bonus of max finishing p10 because he had george in front p1 starting p10 sorry oh yes yeah that's the best thing about max starting p10 was because george was at the front if it was matt if it was a uh, charles and carlos no gap. they could have run away with it but the way george defended it took at least five six laps out of out of um Definitely. charles's tires
0: charles had a really good time uh, sorry uh, george yeah, George he, did he, really he, well. He, I'm, yeah, I yeah. really
1: want to see him out there more often now. Yeah,
0: right? uh, even at the front, I'm just like, yeah, go George.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he knows he can defend. Even when um, Lewis was coming up to him near the end of the race, and they were like, oh yeah, he's going to have to move out of the way. He did not move out of the way, and I was like, I because yeah, like there's this. no
0: need for it. It's like, okay, Mercedes have a, like they're on the podium, both of them. Yeah, let them, well let them fight. Because
1: it was too far to catch Max, I think. Even with was, his yeah, little like 360. Seconds,
0: yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who can do a 360 and still win a race like that?
0: (laughs) Guys, Calm down. Amazing, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, it just happens, isn't it? Imagine it spun out and he actually hit the wall.
1: Yeah, but he didn't. That's what I'm saying. Like We saw Yuki spin out and he kind of like slowed down, had to take a bit, get back. But when we see like Seb, Max, these kind of people spin out and then catch it so quickly and carry on racing, it's just like even more impressive. Especially when you think about how fast they're going and to spin out with no expectation of that happening like it's not like he went wide or anything it was just like maybe a wet part of the track yeah it was completely random that must catch you off guard big time
0: but then they prepare for it because they're going around the corner he even said like he was was he off the throttle or something he was like i was just going around the corner
1: yeah but it's still like it's still crazy to think of because like you lose your bearing when you spin around the corner quite quickly right yeah you would so to remember to to stop yourself at the right moment to be like facing forward and go straight away and still ended up ahead of Checo. I was just like, yeah,
0: this guy is going to win this championship. <laughs> <laughs> he most probably is. If Ferrari can't sort them... So, uh, we say this all the time. If Ferrari can't sort this out, Ferrari can't sort that out. But this, it's true. Like, uh, To be honest, there needs to be a change at Ferrari somewhere. I don't know where, but obviously not in the driver's place. But the
1: drivers need to leave. I've been saying it. <laughs> the, a,
0: dri- a change is needed at Ferrari. I just don't know where. I don't think it's fair to say Binotto needs to go. Because I don't think he does. But it's just, I think there needs to be more of, like, everybody needs to stand up for themselves in a way that when something's being said, give your opinion and say that. I think I don't, it's I fair don't agree to him that or. pressure
1: for Benotto. I
0: don't think he should just get away with it and
1: keep going the rest of the season with no pressure. I yeah, because you be can't just walk off like, when
0: there's like, yeah. uh, f- like 10 laps left. Just because you make a mistake <laughs> doesn't mean you walk off. <laughs>
1: that was hilarious. I was <laughs> like, where is he going? Where does he think he's... Is it because they've done their pit stops now? He's just going to let them race
0: and not No, bother? it's because uh, obviously everybody assumed that because he's made a mistake. But then uh, that's why he's just walked off. But then when he came back, it was like, oh, yeah, he's going for a comfort break. But what did he actually say that no he didn't say that because the commentator said he may probably went for the uh, for a comfort break but he actually went to the uh, for some reason the motorhome is not that far from the pit pit wall because obviously uh, everything everything just set up like that so he probably just had to walk through the garage and that just behind is i guess the motorhome but he went in there then i'm sure there's toilets inside the (laughs) garage somewhere but you never know but
1: yeah i thought that that was weird but then when you see something weird happen at ferrari Maybe he just like, wanted
0: to go in there, smash something up and come back out. <laughs> not <laughs> reacting. That makes more
1: sense. Yeah. Not reacting to the camera. <laughs> be more like Toto. Just smash anything in front of the cameras.
0: Mm.
1: Show a bit of that like, passion. He just seems, don't you think he just seems like a bit.
0: He's really monotone.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, these things just keep happening. Oh, well, we'll win the next 10 races. Oh make that nine now. They're not going to win the nine races. They're out of it. I really, gonna... I really want Mercedes to catch them now in the constructors as well, just to rub it in even more. <laughs> just to be like, this is how badly you've thrown away this season.
0: Yeah, but maybe they're hoping for next season. I know you why. cannot
1: start hoping for next season in a mid-season break.
0: <laughs> and you're about to become champion. You're like You could have been champion. Yeah, it was well within their hands. I think now it's at a point where everybody's just over it in a sense that, what excuse is there? What excuse are we going to make? Are we going to be like Benota and Like is Benota? Because Benota said... We haven't always been good, but we're not so bad. It's well, not good enough, bro. That's <laughs> yeah, not that's good not much. good enough. That's just like, what les- lessons need to be learned? What lessons If you're a Red
1: learned? Bull, Mercedes or Ferrari, like those excuses don't run. Yeah. You're not allowed to use them. If you're McLaren or someone below in like that half of the table, you can get away with it. Yeah.
0: But, jeez, man. It's just crazy like trying to rupture their fans like nerves in the heads or something because yesterday mine was just like, i could feel it i could literally physically feel it with my finger and i was just like thinking <laughs> this is crazy like yeah, why am it's i so made stressed the gap
1: even bigger like it's... it's bad enough like in your head when you're in the title race and you look how many races left you always like i always assume oh if max and charles finish p1 and p2 or whichever way around it is it will only be like eight points a race so the gap can't grow too big and then I try and like work it out like that to see who's more comfortable but P 6 like, and it's not weird it's just going to keep happening
0: I guess we just have to move it's crazy we just have to live and but really happy for George move. with his
1: first pole I thought potentially he could have won the race
0: I thought that as well but then you know it's because I think Max started so obviously number 10 as well that's why it just looked like if anybody's going to take him it's going to be the Ferraris Yeah, that's what it looked like but then
1: but the Ferrari strategy was so bad and the opposite to Red Bull. I thought Red Bull strategies were spot on. Like they were so good. They came in like at the perfect times. It felt like when you're listening to Ferrari's radios and stuff, like they were waiting for someone to do something and react to it. Whereas Red Bull were just like, yeah, we're starting P10. We're going to pit now and then everyone else can react to it if they want to. And they came out, I think Max was behind Lewis at one point and they'd done the undercut and he came out two places ahead of him. Mm. And I was just like, that that would have been a difficult battle, but strategy they just made it maybe it's the
0: pressure of like if there's nothing to lose you do what you want to do anyway but then ferrari's probably just under the pressure of everyone just like criticizing them so much but then i'd rather have pressure starting from p2 p3
1: than no pressure in p10 easily oh well things happen always the ferrari apparently (laughs) and then we just move yeah so that was an eventful race and then before the race even started Got the announcement that Vettel was retiring.
0: Not before the race. It was a few days before.
1: Yeah, it was before the race happened, though, didn't it? Yeah, so sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like they did not just come out just on race day and be like, oh yeah, no. by the way, bye, I'm retiring, I'm before gone. Before we got to the race, yeah, Vettel announced his retirement. Did you think it was a bit of shock? I felt, I think it was because I felt... Do you know how uh, last week or the week before... How Aston Martin was saying, yeah, we're in talks with, uh, we're obviously talking of the new contract, and both are really keen on signing it. And this time, we And then when you, when I actually, when we saw that, I was like, I genuinely thought, whoa, like. It's going I was to be thinking a like, it, they were negotiating for
1: quite a long time, so it did feel maybe like he's something just decided that he
0: was probably just making up his. But then this is it's his decision. Obviously, at the end of the day, obviously he's been champion. He's been on top, and it's that thing as well. A lot it has been said as all well that chasing like being from the level that you've been at for such a long time in your career and now all of a sudden not all of a sudden but obviously now being in one of the lower teams that you're just chasing a position rather than trying to win a race
1: and it's not just a lower team it's like a team that is going quite badly at like they couldn't make it out of quality for like three races in a row at one point both cars yeah so yeah it was quite bad his dad did say that is because he was at not competitive team it kind of accelerated his decision it did yeah but then i read this morning as well that aston martin had been negotiating with alonso for a few weeks now
0: not for a few weeks i thought it was just it was recently like it happened all like obviously because now fernando alonso announced that he's signed with aston martin yeah coming to that part um what happened was i think they were trying to um negotiate with um alpine first and then Alpine's negotiation with Alpine did not last like yeah. anything. They literally just stalled and he probably just decided, well, there's a chance there. Let me go talk to them. Done. Bye.
1: Yeah. And then they asked Vettel to like make a decision. If he wants to resign, they'll sign him. If not, then they'll take Alonso. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, that's what I read this morning.
0: How the timeline is.
1: Yeah. So that's why, they, that's why Vettel announced his retirement. Because Aston Martin wanted him to confirm it so that they could actually be official with Alonso as well. But it was nice. It was quite smooth how it happened, though.
0: I think the Alonso move shocked me more. I think what it is, and Aston Martin, because everybody assumed that how obviously Mick Schumacher would be the right to step in, but I feel like Aston Martin wasn't the right place for him to go anyway, because him and I I don't Lance think Stroll they, are both young. I don't think like, they
1: wanted him, yeah. It's same with that they, they wanted I don't someone...
0: think he, he needed to go there. So I don't think there was a need, there's any need. Obviously, he's not going there no more. I did not think there was a need for him to actually even try and move there
1: no because it wouldn't be about driver development there i don't think i think they need someone who's going to help them develop the car so like that's why vettel works so well as an experienced guy now they've got alonso as well and alonso at the head of that team because in that race what did you think of alpine's performance alpine
0: did really good their performance was good it's just that i think for some reason when fernando alonso gets annoyed he gets annoyed to a point where he's Trying to do something on the car in the car while he's in the car, it's like save it for later on sometimes because he gets aggressive in a way that he dro- he can take out his own team. I wouldn't be surprised if I he came didn't.
1: out thinking like that Alpine strategy was just stupid. I was like, these guys are idiots, why did they not like I I get let them race is one thing, but it's every single week and it's costing them positions. Like, we saw it twice, once, um, Maybe especially when want... Daniel Ricciardo took him. That's like their main competitor both. in the I constructors, that. right? That was
0: like the highlight, one of the highlights for me, but...
1: I needed to say that, but we'll come... then literally I looked at the table at the end
0: and it did not last. No, it didn't last because the penalty is out. Are... I was going to come to the penalty part as well. Why Even without penalty... the penalty. We'll come to that part, but... Um...
1: But yeah, Alonso, as I was saying, like Alpine, I just thought their battling is fun to watch at the start of the season, right? In Saudi or wherever it was, in the pink um, cars. That was nice. Like It was exciting because it was the start of the season. Now... You're like four points at the end of this weekend ahead of McLaren but that's only because you messed it up. You could have you could maybe have got way better points for the to feel big,
0: Maybe they don't give team orders in a way that they don't want the drivers to feel that there's a one and a two even though obviously Fernando Alonso would want to be their number one but then Ocon is really young. Ocon is there for a long time.
1: Ocon complained already. He said like yeah the strategy was wrong we need to talk about this. Yeah, like how the race went was bad because it cost them both. Like yeah. yeah they finished in the points just about but They could have been so much better. So I think that happening and the negotiations with um, Alpine going badly was like, it makes sense for Alonso to get out there. He's not going to have
0: that problem in Aston Martin. Yeah, because it's like everybody's going to listen to him there. Exactly. Yeah, he's going to be the main guy. (laughs) Well, I guess it is what it is again. Like everything... (laughs) Right now, I'm just like, everything is just what it is. Let it flow. Let me know. And that's it. We'll take it from there. Coming to Daniel Ricciardo... Do you know, yesterday oh, yeah. I realised, do you know, after that Lance Stroll incident like in the race, when uh, he hit Lance and then uh, he got a five-second penalty? Oh, yeah, causing a collision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to watch it back so many times and I don't think it was Daniel's fault, but do you know why? I yes, know so. exactly why. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you, that's a rhetorical question. You're not meant to answer it. Too late. Okay. And then I reversed it. I thought, had Lance hit him, I would have actually said it's Lance's fault. It's because I can't see Daniel doing any errors. <coughs> Thank you. Nope.
1: I'm so glad you admitted it finally. Yeah,
0: because obviously had it because uh, the only reason I th- think I figured this, not figured it out, I just obviously come to the sense that comes to the conclusion that it's that because had it actually been somebody else doing that, Daniel I would have said no. It's their fault completely. They're done out. They what that. made you have this realization? <laughs> no, just when I was watching the race, I was just chilled out after Ferrari messed up something. I was just chilled out with everything else. Like, I was, literally made specific notes
1: on Daniel Ricardo because I was happen? like going to ask you, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? To like, try and accept your denial or let you see it. But I'm glad you came to that realisation yourself.
0: Yourself. Yeah, myself. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. that just means I figured it out. But it's just that, Took and I don't a while. mind that. And I don't mind. I'll still go back to saying he's done nothing wrong, but that's just me. That's yeah, just but me. now that
1: he's confirmed to stay 2023 and Alonso's gone as well, because I think McLaren and Alpine will be the battle next year again. Yeah. I don't think they'll develop enough to be with the top three teams.
0: But I feel like Alpine and McLaren have been batt- for, uh, battling for the past few years. So that's, they're the top two Outside. in the middle Yeah, but the middle the you,
1: they'd always want to be up there with the Yeah, you would, four, that's right? the, but
0: eventually you get there. When you get there, then the other one's not going to be your competitor anymore. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. I don't think next year's the year that one of them breaks away from the other one. So if we take them as still competing next year, no Alonso. We don't know who the replacement is yet, but that's going to be massive year for lando and daniel ricardo because yes. if daniel ricardo still gets outperformed by whoever the new alpine driver is that's going to hold them back massively like now you can make an excuse for it because alonso is so good and he's so like he knows what to do in most situations like when he's holding everyone up he knows he's doing. yeah exactly <laughs> he knows what he's doing for the for the yeah. game for the points for the best outcome for the team but if we get say piastri or someone because that's their reserve driver isn't it that's the next driver yeah they haven't
0: confirmed it to give him the seat or if they're going to loan him to another team but they were talking about loaning him but then i think because fernando's left now it probably gives them that thing off should we not just bring him up if they think he's ready
1: but i would say it would make sense to loan him still and then have that space cuz there's still a few drivers that are available on the grid
0: there is yeah cuz i but, was actually looking at that
1: but first if yeah if they do take whoever they take if daniel doesn't outperform at least one of the alpine drivers He's going he to will. have a
0: tough... <laughs> no, I know why you're laughing. I'm serious. How can you say he that will. with such confidence? Because he's Daniel Ricciardo. And? That's just... That's... that's. that's Should we
1: rewind like five minutes when you came to your realisation or is this back to Daniel Ricciardo blinders on? That's the tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> but that's, but yeah, that's if all right. He, he could, but I hope he does for his own sake. But if he doesn't, then... That McLaren spot needs to become available. It will and become available a lot because of if he, they, it, a lot of people uh, fighting for it.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people would. There's drivers on the grid. At, when if they get to McLaren, that be like it would be the best thing that could ever happen to them. Yeah, but for that, obviously, Daniel would need to leave and go somewhere else. But just leave. yeah. Let's just pretend that <laughs> that was not in there. But okay, obviously, Red Bull's got his drivers. Mercedes got his drivers. Ferrari and McLaren. And Obviously, now Aston Martin as well. These five teams have their drivers, like both drivers, yeah. Are there Bottas is signed, and um, obviously Joe hasn't signed yet. Yeah, he's oh. uh, this is his first year, isn't it? So he's only got a one year contract, yeah. But yeah. then I guess I, th- I feel like, do you know when there's like four or five races left, that's when they actually come to announcing everything full on. That okay, if it's a smaller driver, that okay, if it's this is someone person like has that signed.
1: where there's not much competition, like you know, then there's not much like fighting for their signature. You don't need to sign it straight away. You can wait as much yeah. as you need to.
0: Yeah. But saying that, so Pierre Gasly should have just waited. We'll come back to that part in a second as well. Because obviously Yuki, yeah, is yeah. not signed yet. I okay, guess so that's Alfa who hasn't probably signed him yet. But obviously Alpine's got a spot. Haas has a spot. Haas, Kevin Magnussen has signed for next year, but Schumacher yeah. hasn't. And obviously Williams, both drivers are not signed yet for next year. Yeah. So starting with Pierre Gasly... Had Pierre obviously because he's only signed in the past couple of weeks, right? Yeah, he should have waited. It's literally like you've just—I don't know what you've done to yourself—but you've just signed. I guess you never saw it coming that Vettel might retire and then Alonso will move. Yeah, you would. Even if Vettel would retire, I would never
1: have guessed Alonso to move.
0: Yeah, I thought he would stay there. It's that thing of like, if it's there, if the contract's there, there's no need to sign it. Just to be signing it because we know that he—he he, obviously but then the perfect a
1: big risk. I would rather have that security. If I was in PSU's, I understand why he signed it.
0: No, but I feel like if the contract's there, so you're going to sign it anyway. So why not wait? Because obviously the end goal is Red Bull for him, right? It would have been. But Red Bull's got the next year, he's going to have to sign another year with Alfa again if Red Bull is the goal. This was the perfect opportunity to actually break out of that thing of trying to end up at Red Bull.
1: Yeah, but there's a few things. Like, do you think his
0: season's been good enough that Alpine would take him on the back of this season? But Al- Alpine would have taken him, I feel like, because he's Pierre Gasly. It's just that because I don't think that, so. his season hasn't been good because Pierre's been doing something bad. It's just that everybody's just come together. All the cars are a lot closer to each other. The competition's yeah. a lot more tougher. And Alpha have been having some problem here and there as well. Yeah, but that's, that's a risk. If you're Alpine and you're looking at it,
1: you've got McLaren with two drivers set for next year. You've got Ocon who's done well. You can take a risk in bringing Gasly that might not work. So if they're bringing Schumacher now, then what? I don't think they'll bring in Schumacher. I don't think that's a good move either.
0: But if they're bringing Piastri, then what? Because then, it's, it's that thing of, like, you'd rather take the... It's the best you can get right now, is Peter Gasly. It could have been. But obviously now he's signed, but... I don't know what to say, because I, I just feel like that would have been a good opportunity to break away from the Red Bull thing. Do you know of, why I'm not too annoyed about it anymore? Because,
1: like, in my head, I've got Daniel Ricciardo 2023, Pierre Gasly 2023. I've got, like, that would be move to McLaren. a to move. Yeah, Lando and Pierre, that would be, like, a great team.
0: That would be a great team, but yeah. I would want him to move to McLaren eventually. But I was... Assume, if it's only for another year, I guess it makes sense in a sense that you in a way that... You don't want to go to a different team, try adjusting to them for a year and then move back and move again. Exactly. Yeah. You don't don't want to make short term moves. Yeah. Nah, that's never good. It makes sense that way, but where would Daniel go? We'll just have to wait (laughs) and see where he goes. Let's talk about others (laughs) for a second.
1: Hey, you said (laughs) Alpha Romeo have a spot. Yeah. Hass have two spots. Who else was it? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, um, uh, I know you. Uh, you're trying to suggest that Daniel can go there, but uh, let's not talk about that for a second. Because <laughs> we'll come to that next year again, I guess, because he's got a contract for now. Exactly. Yeah. Stop. Do you think Schumacher is gonna? Where do you think Schumacher is gonna move? Or if he, if he, I don't think he's gonna stay at Haas anymore. I don't think he should, because there's so many spaces out there in the teams that are above Haas that it only makes Wait, sense. Only Alfa Romeo, right? Alfa Tori is there as well, but then I guess Yuki
1: will get resigned. I think Yuki will get re-signed, yeah. yeah. Just because, like, how much effort they're putting into him. Unless he just keeps having bad races. Like Helmet said, if he... You... No, Franz Toss said, if he drives bad, he won't. And he has been
0: driving pretty bad recently. Yeah, but then when would they announce that? Okay, we're not signing him no more. I don't think they would ever announce that until they've actually no, signed No, they could wait else. until the end. They could wait until yeah, the end. Just... just have an
1: open space. Like, yeah. no driver in there. Because I'm sure they'll that's easily pressure. be able to that's feel that's
0: different that. pressure. That's like imagine he's doing but because bad. it's only Alfred. Oh, you mean pressure for Yuki? Yeah, imagine he's yeah. doing bad because there's so much pressure that of trying to do good. Yeah, but then
1: that's where it comes in. That's why I'm kind of like glad that Pierre signed. He doesn't have that pressure at least because that could be playing on it. That could have played on him as well. Oh well, could have. So it works both ways. It's nice to have like secured unless like you're someone like Schumacher that you know how good you are, right? You kind of have confidence in yourself. You've been performing. You've had a good season. You want yeah. to keep your options open. And you know there's a lot of teams out there that... Would want you. Would want you, exactly. Not just they
0: would want you, they want you. Yeah. It's yeah. just that, obviously, the top three teams, they just they have drivers for now, but he would need to move... Like, do you remember some weeks ago, we were talking about how he, he would just do a straight jump? I don't think for yeah. Schumacher, it would be a straight jump up. I think he will land up in the middle team somewhere and then move up eventually. Because yeah. how old is he? 22? Oh, I'm not sure. He's twenty-three. Okay, close enough.
1: Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's got a long career ahead of him. Hopefully, yes. Oh yeah, back to Ferrari's strategy. I just remembered again another reason why they messed up, or I'm calling it a mess up. is like because they asked Toto if he had any ideas, like why Ferrari would do that, because it sounds so ludicrous. And he was like, he said they ran out of mediums. So you know, at the start of a race weekend, you have a certain set of tires. You have, like, I think 20 tyres in total. Seven of them are wets, two hards, three mediums, and eight softs. I okay. think that adds up. Yeah, that adds up to 20 in total. So you can use that through quality practice, whatever. So because they've only got three mediums, it was saying, Toto said that during the race time, because Charles started on a medium, they pit him first time onto his second medium. The other medium, I don't know, it must have got used in quali or it wasn't it didn't have enough life left in it. So they didn't have any mediums left to even put him on another medium. But that's not the reason because, why they messed up. Yeah, but that's why that time when they pit, they pit him on hards and then softs afterwards to try and like undo how bad the hard was. But if they had a medium, if like they planned better for the weekend, no, like it, I don't think it's job.
0: that. I think what it is is that there was no need for that pit stop.
1: I think if a driver was. is saying
0: my car is doing good, my car is fine, I'm good with this right now. There's no need for that pit stop. The problem is that that pit stop happened too early when Charles was okay with the tyres. Had the tyres not been so doing so good, right, it's understandable to change it. And even if the driver's saying, oh, and they can see something, okay, tyres are not doing good, and driver driver's saying, I'm fine with it, but like, they can give explain it to him, that no, we see this wrong with the tyres. But if the tyres are fully fine, there was no need for that pit stop. That pit stop was just there because they were trying to like just... React to everyone s- around them. Set themselves up that, oh yeah, everybody's going to do it, or everybody's done it let's do a pit stop now so that way we end up in a good position.
1: But, but I think everyone around him had pit at that time as well, right? I'm just trying to think because it was right, like... Because I think George pit as well because Red Bull pit as soon as George said his tyres were going a bit. Hmm. So they reacted to that, jumped on that and then I think Ferrari did as well. So I get it, you but kind they of didn't do need have to. to pit to cover the fresher tyres because Mercedes would have run away then and Red Bull would have caught them way easier. So they did have to do something. But you have did not end something. up at P6, would
0: you? Yeah, no,
1: Carlos ended up at P4, so he could have had that. Yeah. Either way. Just a move
0: from that. Let's not talk about Ferrari's strategy no more.
1: I just think, how can you not have in the right tyres? But yeah. But that's the thing, we can say that about everything.
0: On. How can Ferrari mess up? How can Ferrari do this? How can Ferrari do, can Ferrari do that?
1: Yeah, but it's always Ferrari, that's why. That's yeah, the that's the
0: saying, Yeah, like, there's no point now. Like, <laughs> it's enough. Like, done. Serves them right. <laughs> Okay, chill out.
1: Oh yeah, another thing. Sorry to go back to Ferrari again, but do you see who didn't finish the race? Valtteri. Yeah. What power unit does he have?
0: Was it his power unit? Ferrari, yeah, it was a power was unit I, issue. I thought the tyres were just so damaged. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lost no, power. I'm just saying that. No, I didn't. No, because the tyres look bad. That's how you just, the picture says different, but obviously... No, issue... it
1: was really late in the race, but yeah. It was like two
0: laps left. Yeah yeah
1: 67 i think it says on online yeah but yeah that was another thing that ferrari need to watch out for because then charles started asking on his radio straight away like is the car all right and they're like yeah they're right. like yeah we've done checks but then i was thinking would you even trust them like whatever they say on the radio can you, you even trust it to. anymore no, it,
0: it, but it's that thing when <clears throat> so the, the engineer they're speaking to that obviously is speaking to them throughout the whole race right yeah is that the person that makes the decision of if they should pit or not? I don't think that is because that's the person they're speaking to because that person is obviously even though they've got a lot going on they're speaking to the driver the whole time I don't think they make the decision that okay pit the driver onto these tyres whoever makes the decision tells them that this is the decision that we're looking to do what's the driver saying? Are you sure? I think so
1: well, I don't know
0: because I'm thinking of Lewis
1: and Bono because that's
0: like the biggest yeah. obvious names that everyone knows right? But that's then the, when Bono says something, yeah. Lewis asks him, what about this? Bono has an explanation. Yeah, exactly. And the explanation is not just, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. So if you the have the right explanation is like a full explanation of, no Lewis, this is what would have happened had we done this.
1: Yeah, and this is why we're doing it, whatever, explain. It's clear and it's yeah. good. Same with like, I don't know who Max's engineer is, but they have a good relationship. It works. With Ferrari, it just sounds like do this, what's do the this, point of this. talking like you just even when Charles was like that meme that comes up a few races ago when he's like, Can I go for the fastest lap? and they're like, No, you've already got it, and no one's gonna get it. And he's just like, Oh, okay, okay, then fine. No, but no then idea. the, the reason <laughs> it's just like oh, <laughs>
0: that okay. was, for that fastest lap, what it was that that was the fastest lap ever done on that track, but then I think he'd done it anyway. I don't know, but well, <laughs> <laughs> here's that thing of like, Why not? Why not? It's like, was it to lose? and he was clear he was gonna win. If there's nothing to lose, like, I feel like... Maybe Ferrari knew something might break on the car if he goes for another fast lap. I don't know. But it's that thing. Maybe they're just trying to play it so safe that it's like, no, don't even try that. No, no. You're going to become champion. But I know, don't risk that. Don't risk becoming champion yet. Yeah. Like, do it in the, like, Abu Dhabi. Like, get a podium there. Get number one there so we can see, oh, yeah, we close the gap by 25 points. But It's crazy, man. It is crazy. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Fans. Should we have a fans update? What fans update? From Hungary. So you know the Austrian fans and then France and Hungary was going to be the updates. Did you see what they were doing to Lewis's stuff?
0: Huh?
1: They were burning Lewis shirts. Did you not see that? Yeah, hats and stuff. I saw the hats. Yeah. yeah and then. It's just like, it's supposed to be... But I don't I, getting controlled, and it's just getting worse and worse.
0: That's just abuse, right? That's not like being racist and stuff. But I get that But yeah, abuse it's just is still more not welcome. stuff. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. But to be honest, it, I think it's that thing. So much is happening. I'm to that point where it's like there is bad people out there. Like that's just people being people. They're being no, bad people. You can't. Yeah, but you can't just give into it. No, that's not the excuse. Yeah. But then sometimes it gets so much that it's it's literally so draining. Like, like really. Like, yeah, even like, I'm glad that Max reacted to it this time. He
1: actually came out and said like, "That's wrong. Stop doing it." Because yeah. like, the longer he doesn't say anything, it makes you feel like if I'm a Max fan, does that make me like get painted with that brush as well?
0: Because like, Max is not saying anything about it. Maybe he doesn't care. I guess you, yeah, it comes. Acro- it may come across like that sometimes, but then we have to understand. Whereas if he says something, sometimes it just back. It can. It can backfire. Like, people are there to pick on anything. People would pick everything apart and be like, "Oh, he said this, and then not in la- not like this, but like this." Does that make sense? No. <laughs> like, what? But it's that thing. It's like, had he not said anything, right? I get it. it. It comes across as you don't care, but then you don't want to say something without having. F- even though he would, I guess he would get no, feedback. It's not that hard. Yeah, you know what's going on. Full knowledge of things, what's going on. Yeah, it's not hard but to yeah, say. I guess. Especially
1: was- now, they put out that video where every driver's on it saying like, "Yeah, yeah we're." St- Stop racism or stop abuse. Or well, I can't remember what the slogan was. Clearly it wasn't that catchy. But I just feel that like more words at this point. Hopefully there'll be like actual action
0: mm. after this break. I guess there will be, right? There will be more action. It's just that because it's happened so much now it's, they've gotten to a point they they know what to do and how to deal with it, hopefully. I don't know if they know that. They hopefully. still feel like they don't know what to do. I don't know I think they just need to announce that fans will get banned I feel like we speak yeah, of this every episode to, now. I think it needs to come down to, to that to be honest next time we speak of this I think it needs to be when they've actually made a decision as to what they want to do because otherwise it, it happens everywhere they go yeah. and it will keep happening places they go to Yeah, a lot of places out there are like hey, people will do this people don't care that oh something's gonna there's gonna be an so they don't think Yeah, yeah they're just doing it because they like that just before we end the episode, I think we should appreciate Max a little bit more yes. and just Red Bull yes. because I feel like it's, a lot of the talk has just been about Ferrari messing up and, okay, Mercedes are doing good and Mercedes are getting better. It's that because Red Bull is so good this season. It's easy to ignore it. Yeah, right? it's like, okay, they're not being acknowledged for how good they're doing or how literally like. It's easy to just,
1: especially with Max, you're yeah. just used to him being so good because if you look at Checo, it's like the other way around. Even helmet came over and said like that. He doesn't know what's going on
0: with Checo. It's like he's already gone on holiday. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't hear that part, but I thought che- maybe Checo's a bit relaxed because he's won a few races. And then he did say that oh now he's just trying to help the uh, team win the championship, like constructor championship. He didn't say he's trying to win because obviously he's still number three, I think, on there. But the last, he's not that him, far from Charles. The last,
1: yeah, from Charles, but Charles is nowhere yeah, now.
0: <laughs> That's in maybe a hundred points from Max. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah, the last I heard from Checo was when he was complaining about the upgrades, like they're not suiting his style. And I just feel like every time I think just, about it, it's like since Monaco, since he took points off Max, it's been like downward, downward, downward. Maybe he's I don't want to make a conspiracy
0: the thing of like, okay, well, like, I'm done, like I'm not the number one right now, so and I never time. will be, kind of thing. Especially just at maybe. Red Bull. But then, yeah. did you not know that? He
1: definitely knew that. Everybody yeah. knows that.
0: I guess it's that thing because they were so close at one point that way even though it was said, oh yeah, they're competing for the championship, maybe he got his hope, hopes up, Yeah, sense, oh yes, I got this too, zombie, but then it's the realisation Because it all happened at the same sort of yeah. time
1: when he got his new contract extension yeah. and everything.
0: So now the realisation realization is there, is that, oh yeah. yeah You're here Max to do a job, is, don't forget it. Yeah. The team needs to be the constructors. Max yeah. will do his job, you do your part.
1: And he did well. He still finished above Charles, so he took
0: more points of Charles. Yeah. Which else? But well, I guess they've got... But, the constructors for Ferraris uh, for Red Bull is in the bag. I would hope so, yeah. yeah. But
1: it's hard. Like I have to remember, it's only like just over halfway, but it's still half a season left. So a lot could happen. It's just you wouldn't. Mercedes expect. will come
0: back and do something. If say Mercedes just do something that like Mercedes finishing one two one two, yeah, then they'll give them a challenge. But I feel like constructors is Red Bulls this year.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's
0: probably safe to say that. Yeah. And then um, obviously championship. I guess Max is ahead in points by like a big margin, which you'd want to see Charles come back and take something off there. To reduce that. I'm hesitant to say this, even like just (laughs) because Ferrari just want to give people a heartache. Literally, like it's come on, like I don't know who to call and who like (laughs) there should be a lot. There should be like a phone line where all the fans can just call and complain about something. But then I guess obviously. This is just me saying it, but I guess there'd be a lot of people just like cold calling or whatever. <laughs> trolling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that thing of genuinely, there should be a, like a line where people can support actually support a helpline. <laughs> like, call and say, oh, well, yeah, this happened. Uh, like, yeah, I needed painkillers to go sleep last <laughs> night, but therapy it's sessions cost fix. a good lot. Can I just speak to you? Because therapy is costing.
1: It's an easy fix. Just come and support Red Bull, support McLaren, support Mercedes, anyone.
0: You won't have those issues. But sometimes you'd rather have those issues and then come back. And when Ferrari win the championship next year, you're like, yes, I was there for last year. (laughs) (laughs) I went through all of that. And this was worth it. But we'll see what it is.
1: Yeah, good luck to
0: them. They need it. Very complimentary of Max. You
1: didn't let me call you on Max. That's good.
0: You should, because I think you had notes to actually call me out of what Daniel Ricardo stuff, Max stuff. No, it's not that. It's not that just an overnight realization that okay, maybe I do this. Obviously, awesome things. What I do is, I'm like a, against Max. No matter what Max does, I'm just like I'm like trying to look for something negative there. Yep. Which I'm not.
1: I that no, that's an accurate assessment. That's what I think.
0: That's what you think, yeah. yeah which I'm just clarifying. it. I'm not. Yeah. Because I do appreciate Max. He is that. I think it is that thing of because he's so good. It's that. You just expect him to be that good. I get that. I get that. It's like you. It gets ignored in the sense that there's other drivers that you like, which are doing, which you want him to do good. Sometimes they do good, and sometimes they do bad, and there's justification for it. And this that and the other, I'm trying to always look for that. But then if Max does bad, it's not that oh let's celebrate he's done bad. It's just that oh it's well, different. It's unexpected. It's, yeah, it's yeah. unexpected. It's that thing. Oh, the other driver who you kind of support a lot more. Oh, you look at that good part of okay. Yes, yeah. look at that they, they've done really well that's why it comes across like that maybe but I don't think I'm like a Max hater which I'm not I've never said Good. anything bad about Max
1: Good. no I get that totally because even by the end of the race I was thinking like I like Max I like Red Bull but I would have been really happy if Charles, if George won that race like, it just yeah. would have been nice because
0: like he doesn't like George getting his first win but saying that I haven't spoken bad of Max obviously the two the I'd say two week break is coming up. no obviously the summer breaks here and the next episode is going to be about Abu Dhabi. Oh,
1: yeah, because we've got no race. Yeah, yeah, so
0: it's going to be about Abu Dhabi. and Are you
1: putting out a disclaimer already that you I'm might... Not saying, <laughs> I'm,
0: not gonna, I'm not saying I'm not going to say nothing bad about him, but whatever comes just comes. I guess that's just my feelings and opinions, Yeah. and I'm entitled to those.
1: I mean, I think after that race, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Yeah so,
0: yeah, so this brings us to another episode closing. smooth yeah it does and thank you so much for listening guys and we'll be back with the next episode about our opinions and feelings on just Abu Dhabi and the whole season last year yeah thank you